Welcome to the Before Midnight Podcast, coming to you from the N Plus One Studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Ward, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. How's it going today? Dude, phenomenal. Tired, but phenomenal. Why are you so tired? The national championship game was last night. Oh. And that went well into the wee hours of 1130, 12 o'clock. Tuesday, so that meant you had to get up and swim. I got up and swam, yes. So, four hours sleep. Good times. Mm. Actually, I didn't go to bed right to the game. That was my real big mistake. So I That's all on half you. hour, 45 minutes, which gave me about three and a half hours of sleep, which is fantastic, man. I love myself, three and a half hours of sleep. Well, you're amazingly cheerful, so that's good for me, at least, sitting in the same room with you. <laughs> the bigger question, the bigger question is, is why am I still awake, or how am I still awake? <laughs> I, I'm guessing that as soon as we're done with this, it'll be nap time. Why didn't you take a nap earlier? Did you? I. Th- do you do? Na- can you take naps? A lot of people can't. I can. I. Okay. I, I don't like to. Usually, what happens is, I will just fall asleep at my desk. Okay. Until somebody comes and hits you on the head? No, until I wake up. That just sounds really uncomfortable. I don't Which is why do I don't it. sleep very long. It's about it's great because you, you don't sleep more than 20, 30 minutes because it's uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. If I were to lay down, I could probably sleep a couple hours in the afternoon. I, you know, that's an interesting concept. I was uh, listening to a podcast about a guy who, a couple of guys who don't sleep six, seven hours okay. at a time. They'll sleep like two or three hours. They'll take two or three hour naps. And then maybe sleep for 15, 20 minutes at a time and just occasionally just kind of nap through day to day. Why? And don't sleep. That's just... That's just their psyche. That's their psyche. They're they're driven. They're working. They're doing whatever they want to do. Okay. And that's just... They're machines. They're physical outliers. Some people have trouble doing that. Yeah. Most people have trouble doing that. I uh, discovered the Calm app. God, I love that thing. It gets me to sleep every night. But they have sleep stories, and they have nap ones that are exactly 26 minutes wrong, long. And they're perfect. And they, like, wake you up with the sound of birds. And at first I was like, yeah, birds are not going to wake me up. Oh, no, these birds will wake you up. <laughs> but it really is, like, the perfect length of time. And it's like, okay, I, yeah, I got a half an hour. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. I'm not, not obviously when I'm at work, but on the weekends and whatever. I would just think it would be, that would be a cool experiment to try. I don't know how easy it would be to try that where you would just sleep like three hours and then try to nap and a couple hours during the day and get like five or six hours sleep and see if you can survive on that little sleep and So, and you know, just sleep for three hours at a time, be awake for three hours at a time? No, just be awake most of the time and but never sleep more than like three hours at any one time. In one segment? It become, I think it be, the challenge becomes, the podcast I was, he was kind of a, they were talking about one of the, is a motivational podcast type thing, and one of the speakers, they were talking about how the one guy who's kind of the lead guy for mm-hmm. their company organization, how he just is a machine, is always up and going, and gets up at 3 a.m. and works, and you know rarely sleeps more than three or four hours at a time. It's just that type of person. (laughs) And I was wondering if you could do that. And then I think about it from a standpoint of a, because I train in triathlon, I don't think that's possible. Well, it's probably not very sustainable for very long for an athlete. 
because know, you, the sleep you, becomes you've part got, of your body your has to recovery from the physical from the thing. Now, I mean, if it's mental work that you're doing, you know, like a driven business type person, that's a different kind of recovery. It's not nearly as much of a physical recovery. Yeah, you still have the stress, but you you wouldn't need that physical recovery and yeah. sleep that you would probably need as an athlete. So yeah. maybe that really wouldn't work very well. It's just an interesting concept. I was not something I ever have any desire to try. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but you know, when you think about sleep and sleep cycles, I mean, I don't know how many people I know I do. I wake up at least once or twice a night, like awake. I look at the clock, see what time it is, go back to sleep. I do that two or three times a night. I don't sleep a solid six or seven hours. Yeah. Very rarely. Very rarely will I actually make it all the way through the night. I rarely wake up outside of... Occasionally I'll wake up at two in the morning or three in the morning. No, let me take that back. Sometimes I'll wake up, like if I'm sleeping till seven or something, I'll wake up at like 4.30 well, yeah. on like a swim day and be like, okay, let's go. And it's not a swim day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and occasionally, occasionally that happens on a swim day. I'll wake up at like 3.30. Yeah. And be like, okay, I'm ready to go. And you're like, oh. I no, I mean, if I go to bed, I go to bed pretty early because there's a lot of mornings I am up at 3.30. I'm kind of out of that routine now. i got to start getting back into it here in the next couple of weeks. But I will always wake up, you know, if I go to bed at like 9 or 10, I go to bed much earlier than you. But I'll wake up at midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'll be up not very long. The only time I wake, I wake up, up early on any type of basis is I have to go pee. Bing. <laughs> Too much liquid <laughs> is the only thing that gets me up early. And even We're then, in the middle it's of the not night. that often. Yeah, in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, yeah, definitely. And that's not always the case for me. Sometimes it is, but not always. And I'm, I just wake up. So, But it's somebody's, I was like, don't you ever sleep? And he's like, New Year, same bladder. <laughs> It could be cool if I could get by on less sleep. I could get more stuff done. Although my, I don't sleep that much. I'm my New Year's resolution was hours. to try to get six to seven hours, a minimum of six hours of sleep a night, preferably seven. And so far, I'm doing pretty good. Like, at least four nights a week, I'm getting seven hours of sleep. That's where and most that's... people fall. I, I can usually do pretty well for an extended period of time on six. My problem is I run into, like, last night where I get four. Three and four occasionally. I don't do that very often at all. Especially like Saturday mornings tend to be like a four-hour sleep. Because of Friday night. Because of Friday night. Yep, you have a night owl household, sorry. And very often, like, yeah, I'll I'll come into Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays on four or five-hour sleep. Mm -hmm. And usually somewhere along the way I have to make up those three or four hours. And usually one day a week I'll sleep seven or eight. You're a surprisingly pleasant coach on no sleep. Either that or you just don't touch us. <laughs> well, coaching is a show. Yeah. you got to get up for the show. I mean, it's like a performance on Broadway yeah. or something like that. It doesn't matter how tired you are. The show must go on. Still got to do it. The yeah. show must go on. That was Shakespeare in Love. Okay. Where they, like these little quips like that. Where the uh, the guy would Still go. Still a movie I haven't seen. Sorry. That's a, oh man, that's a good movie. <laughs> I know, I've like got a list. I've Shakespeare list. and another guy, and, the, and the, um, the guy goes, the show must, and the other guy goes, go on. <laughs> and so, like, that whole phrase comes in like That's that. That's kind of funny. Yeah, okay. there's a couple clever things of these phrases that are, that they kind of pop up because of that. I won't stay up late to watch it, but I'll have to watch it on a Saturday. That's your, <laughs> that's your good love story. It's, it's well done. That, that, okay. There's a reason it won Oscars. It was a, a well done movie. <laughs> 
But I'm always remembering whenever the show must go on. It's like I'm always thinking of that scene. Must go on. And the guy goes, the show, go on. <laughs> go on. Anything finish else the, finish the phrase. Um, I don't know. I'm tired. I can't think. What, <laughs> what was so last, I have, like, nothing what was last going weekend? On in, I, we had our swim party on Saturday. Yes, the swim party. Yes. That was fun. That was nice. That was good. It was fairly small. We didn't have very many show up. Liquor seemed to be the secret Santa gift of the evening. That actually makes sense. Oh, I know. Because I know. With that it's age, you know, easy that to get yeah. as a gift. It doesn't take a lot of time. Yeah. One-stop like, shopping. In Don't my case, I have extra, and <laughs> it gets re-gifted. <laughs> that almost happened with us, too, but I went out and did something completely different. Well, a lot of people know I like Bourbon is one of my major, is, is one of the alcohols I drink. Yeah. Along with beer and wine. But people tend to gift me bourbon, bourbon. because they know that. And it's expensive, you know. It is relatively expensive. I, I just don't drink enough, and therefore I don't drink it fast enough. Yeah. I get a backlog of, of bottles. I've got numerous bottles of yeah. bourbon that are around. I'm, I'm, my New Year's resolution is to probably drink a little more of it. <laughs> Start going to more, more bourbon. All right. I actually had some last night watching the game. Just pour a little bit and sip on it. It actually works pretty well to, for me at least, to tamp down late night snacking. Hmm. I generally don't snack because I'm kind of sipping on that. So something, right. I'm getting my, I guess, the oral fixation or whatever. Well, and there's, there's only certain things that are going to taste good to eat with that. Probably true, too. So, yeah. But it has a tendency to cut down and, it, like, a little pour of bourbon is not a ton of calories either. Yeah, sure, you can justify it. There you go. Well, I mean, it's not. It's going to be under 100 calories. It's got to be like 50 or 60, most likely. I have to go calculate it out. I mean, it's well, based and if on it's, alcohol you know, an hour and stuff to like that. ingest 100 calories of bourbon, then yeah. That's better than eating four or five cookies. Right. In like three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, which yeah. happens quite often around Where'd this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me bring some Orioles. You want some Orioles? We got double stuff in there. No, somebody sent me a meme of doing the pre- the phases of the moon with preschoolers, and you nibble out different pieces of yes. the Oreos. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. That, and we got soft batch uh, cookies, too. We have no cookies in my house right now, so no, I don't want any. I'm happy that there's no cookies in my house. Well, right I'm now. just going to send you on your way. I know my wife gave you some chocolate here a little bit yeah, a few minutes did. ago. It's <laughs> like, so I just got rid of all the chocolate in my house. Thank you, Jenny. But thank you, Jen. <laughs> This way, I mean, besides that, there's like not too much going on. No, Sunday I went out and had dinner with my parents at BJ's. Oh, we had snow. Well, that's right. We did have snow. That we was the excitement. Snow. Yes, we had a snow day. We had to re- dismiss school Thursday noon. Really wish we had canceled it Thursday morning, but whatever. People were prepared. They knew it was going to happen. And then Well, we the problem is that. if you cancel school, you don't get snow. It's only when you have school that you get yes, snow. Yes, when you make people drive and worry all morning long that they're going to have to pick up their kids at noon, then you get snow. If we had, if everybody had canceled, then we would never have gotten snow. It would have like, it would have been like a light dusting, and everybody been like, "Why were we in school?" Why were we in school? Because that is, as a kid, that was always the way it was. If they preemptively the closed school, was, though, you I get mean, an inch. It got bad quick, so I was kind of concerned, but. You know, everybody seemed to make it okay. It wasn't, it wasn't as bad as 
It could have been. I mean, Some areas were much worse. There right. was there was a lot of there was major wrecks to the east of us. It, it appears that the yeah. east of Frankfurt got Lexington okay. area got hit pretty with like eight or nine inches of snow. Now that was a now lot. I you know we dismissed at noon. It was probably about two o'clock before I actually left school. It did take me an hour to get home when it normally takes me fifteen minutes because a truck didn't quite make it off the exit ramp. But I was leaving much later. You know, yeah. than everybody else. So. But it was only about, we only got about three or four inches of snow. We didn't really get a ton of snow, at least here. At your house, because you're near the river, it's warmer. We got about six inches at our house. Okay. It it yeah. ended up leading to, like, the fact that we really couldn't do any sledding. There wasn't quite nearly enough snow. And then it rained and got rid of it all. Quickly. Very quickly. But it was cold those days, too. It just meant you didn't really want to go out because it was, like, yes. 10 degrees. I did feel really bad for all the parents that had to stand out in 13-degree weather with their kids. They were like, ah! snow and jenny did that one day yes i did not and then the sec i guess saturday i went out and walked we they made a snowman i helped a little bit and then we walked mm-hmm. some of our property in the snow and that was That's fun. pretty yeah because it wasn't super cold saturday it started yeah. warming up it was around 30 wasn't it yeah i ran our low saturday 40s. after swimming and it was i mean it was still in the high 20s at that point. Yeah. But then as the day went on, yeah. It got it up into the up. 30s and was manageable for being outside <laughs> like the and days before. And then it before. poured down rain. And then it rained. And then rained some more. It rained some more. And rained some more. I'm surprised we didn't get more flooding. Yeah. The river did not get as did not get as high as I thought it would get. Yeah. Mainly that was good. see it every day. and It just didn't come down from where it was because we had got some rain before. Yes. It just stayed high for... We were lucky, too, that the black ice didn't affect us too much either because we were concerned about that for Monday morning. We never got cold enough, really. No, it was cold enough, but the roads luckily had dried because they were calling for black ice, and there were some school systems in in this, not in our area. Scott Canyon, I think, was the only one that canceled because they were concerned. So we lucked out there because I don't like black ice. Not too much you can do about that one. No, but that that one's so rare. Mainly because when it rains, it usually dries out before it freezes. Right. I mean, the only time you generally get black ice is when it's like actively raining and it's right at that it cold freezes. temperature yeah. and it's freezing while it's raining or right after the rain yeah. when it doesn't before it has a chance. But anytime you have any and a couple hours, those roads dry up pretty quickly. Cool. Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> All right, so you found, like, some weird article about... Yes. Well, I was talking about sleeping. Weird yes, things. Weird that, things. Would, that would have been a better transition, but I wanted to talk about we had to talk what about we were doing. Too. But that would have been the perfect <laughs> transition to this. So going back to not sleeping, going back this kind of ties in. Yeah, Yeah. I, I, this started from an email. I, I get emails from different people on uh, different topics, and this one was from uh, a guy who writes about stoicism and stuff, and he had his top books for the year, and one okay. of them was Living with a Seal for 31 Days. Not like, like a, a Navy <laughs> Seal. Not like a <laughs> seal, but like a Navy <laughs> Seal for 31 Days. And I think this guy was fairly fit to begin with and ran, like, marathons, but he wanted so to be... He lived He's with an entrepreneur, okay. so he had the seal move in with him and train him for 31 days. Okay. And you ended up with really weird... I, I need to get the book and read it. I just saw, like, the synopsis yeah. of it and some of the challenges he put forth from the guy. Apparently, it was, like, to, like jump into, like, freezing lakes and sit in a sauna for, like, extended periods of time until okay. you get to the point and you're passing out just to kind of push yourself outside of your comfort zone and to your limits. And, like, a couple of challenges were things like 
100 pull-ups. Yeah. I can't do one. <laughs> yeah, that would be hard for... A lot of women struggle with that one, yeah. doing one or two. I can usually do four or five without too yeah. much trouble. But, yeah, to do like that 20 times in a row would be really challenging. 100 pull-ups. And, and, and all at the same time, or... Yeah, you're supposed to do that one, like, contiguously. <clears throat> keep going and keep going until you... Fail. Until your arms fall off. Until your arms fall off. Like I said, you if you can do a couple, then that would become a a, a pretty ex- difficult challenge yeah. as you go through. Because that's one of those ones where you can do like one and then wait a few seconds and maybe do another do one another. Yeah. and then wait a little bit and do another one. You, I don't think I, I couldn't do like four or five and then wait a minute and do four or five more. I, that would be I could probably do that for a couple of times, but I wouldn't be able to yeah. do that for very long. That was one of the challenges. And like 500 push-ups in a day. I was just thinking about that. I was like, yeah, yeah, you do 10, 20 push-ups. That's not too big of a deal. But then like 500. Well, let's say you're doing 10 push-ups at a time. You'd have to do that 50 times through the day, which means you would have to do that twice an hour for 24 hours (laughs) to get there or to get close. Ow. I can do a push-up. I can do several push-ups, but there's no way. 500 push-ups. Yeah, to do that. Maybe in a week I could do it. Yeah. Like I said, that would be one that would you'd have to just do some push-ups every hour, yeah, 10, 15 push-ups, wow. maybe every 20, 30 minutes. You just get down doing another set of push-ups. And I imagine that would get really hard, and I, I imagine you'd really be sore the next day. I can't imagine being able to lift my arms the next day. <laughs> that's where the real problem was. I, that's one of the ones I think you could, get, you could just push yourself to get through, but that next yeah. day would be really oh. hard on the arms. Oh, it would be horrible. Oh. <laughs> God. And then, like the last one that was in the just in the email, the synopsis of the book that he provided. Again, I need to read the book to see what other challenges yeah. there were. Was run four miles okay. every four hours for forty-eight hours. That's where the sleep comes in. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the sleep comes back in. You would never be yeah. at for two days. You would have to sleep no more than like three hours at a time, yeah. two to three hours at a time. I was just like a conservative, like you're going easy. I'm not talking about like a, someone who's a couch potato who can't run like a 10 minute mile, but for right. a, an athlete who can kind of run, a 10 minute mile would not be asking a ton. That would be a fairly right. easy run. So 40 minutes. So you're looking at 40 minutes of running, which I mean, you'd have to get up, get ready, get moving, go mm-hmm. run. I well, would think something like that. You'd just be passing out in your running clothes. You'd have to change shoes. Put, you need to put your shoes on. Potentially, but there's probably five or ten minutes you'd have to get up, move around a little bit after sitting for a while. Yeah. It would probably, you'd probably spend an hour to run that four miles just in logistics right. of it all, of getting warm, ready to run or wherever you're going to run, running it, and then maybe the cool down and afterwards. Well, take you'd probably a few be doing it on a treadmill or something like that. Or you go outside and do it and make it fun. Sure. Just the logistics of roughly an hour. So you'd have three yeah. hours to yourself between each one. You'd do it for two solid days. That would be difficult. I, the biggest thing is I was looking at the miles. Like, that comes out to 48 miles. That's a lot of running for two days. The recovery mm-hmm. time for that would be quite extensive as well. I mean, if you were already you know, a trained marathoner, or definitely if you, if you were a trained ultramarathoner, it would be no big deal. Other than the having to do it for the two days. For the two days. Most ultramarathoners that I know would be like, yeah, no problem, but please let me just do it all at once. Yeah. <laughs> no, the goal would be to spread it out like that. Yeah, I mean, that's to spread the whole, it out like that's that. That's part of the challenge. Is yeah. you're, you're, the mental challenge of having to do that over two, two days is two part days, of what yeah. makes that a, a difficult challenge. I, 
Because you could probably back that up to, say, two miles or three miles, a 5K mm-hmm. every four hours, which would be less mileage and probably a little easier to manage. You'd still have the same problems of having to, after that four hours, go out and do it again. Going out and do and it again. go out and do it again. Even if you did a mile every four hours for 48 yeah. hours, I mean, that would still be 12 miles total. Which wouldn't be super long, but just doing it every four hours would be, I think. The, yeah, the that's real... the challenge is doing. Oof, oh my God, I got to do it again. It's like the. Yes. Do you remember the Dunkin' Donuts commercial? Time to make, make the, the donuts. donuts. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like that. Which is crazy. Then, like today, I was going through like the Velo News site, and they talked about the the mindset of doing four Everstings. I'm like, what the hell is an Eversting? Yeah. So I had to. I, I like clicked into the article because I'm like what the hell is an Everesting? And it turns out an Everesting is going, is doing the height of Mount Everest on okay. a bike in like one setting. Okay. And what, Mount Everest is about 29,000 feet tall? Okay. Yeah, and then I started thinking about, well, you know, you could, you know, doing repeats, there's a couple, I mean, Frankfurt. So that's what they do for, for the Everesting is they're doing repeats? On, yeah, you're doing okay. repeats on a hill. I mean, okay. that's the only way to do this reasonably, once you start yeah. thinking about this for more than, like, five seconds. Unless you live in a mountainous area where you can do, like, a 1,000-foot climb, mm-hmm. that would make that a lot easier because then you're only doing, like, 29 repeats. <laughs> 29 repeats. Oh, my God, of a 1,000 feet. <laughs> but I started thinking about... Like the hills around Frankfurt, most of them, the bigger ones are only about 300 to 350 feet of climbing. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, let me calculate this out. I pull out my calculator and we're like, that's like 90 repeats. Of the same hill. Of the same hill, which would be incredibly boring, which would, to me, would limit the, the what hills you could do for a couple reasons. Like a couple of them around here end in a stop sign. Yeah, I would hate yeah. to go down the hill and have to stop every dang time. Just yeah. because you'd wear out your brakes. <laughs> yeah. It would also get rid of things like, things that would be like really boring, like a wide open, there's a red bridge running here. That, mm-hmm. Where it's just wide open, there's no real, nothing there, you're just climbing that and going back down over and over again. That would bore me. I want some like trees, I want something to look at if I'm going to do this 40 times. Yeah, red bridge would be... Like, yeah, because like Devil's Hollow beside me would probably be the most interesting, but that's the one of the ones that ends in a stop sign, which is why I would never do it. Right. It would probably take me over to P Ridge, which is about a three, I think about 300, 350 climb. Might just be 300, which means 90 repeats of it. And then I'm like, okay, well, it takes four or five minutes to climb it. it takes another minute to go down. So you're looking at six or seven minutes per repeat. Let's say seven times 90. <laughs> We're talking almost 10 hours. <laughs> on the same day. On the hill. same hill. 10 hours worth of Never repeats mind. on the hill. <laughs> okay, this is a legit challenge now because that's... Oh, my God. I, the problem would be, again, is just that, that amount of time climbing. Yeah. For oh me, I could probably do two or three hours. I would just get tired of being on a bike well you did a ride a couple years ago the guy that wanted to do as many hills as possible and so you i mean and the problem was looping them together but that was what four thousand feet Uh, four to five thousand five thousand feet might have been four thousand could be five somewhere around that range yeah and i mean you had to take the time to get from hill to hill and that was the big problem in the process yeah it took us three hours to do that ride because we had to like 
find yeah you had to go somewhere to get a different hill because i'm thinking of hills like um river valley yeah you know that's super steeper mulholland that those would be interesting those would be really hard, though. And they're not enough. The problem is they're super steep, but they're only like 150 feet, maybe. They're not really that tall. You need something that goes up and up. That, that's a, The biggest problem is finding those. There's only a handful of hills that are like four, five, six-minute climbs. You need something like that mm-hmm. that goes up three or 400 feet at a time. Okay. Otherwise, you're just uh, you're having to do it like 150, 200 repeats. Well, That'd be ridiculous. Well, how steep is River Valley? I mean, I would think that, well, okay. It's pretty steep, but it's not very long. It's not long enough. The oh. problem is you're going 26, 20, 28% incline, 30% incline for 30 or 40 yards. The problem is that 30, 40 yards sucks, <laughs> yeah. but it's only like 30 yards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I say Mulholland might be a little better because that's a long one from the bottom. It's a little bit longer. It might be yeah. 200 feet. So you'd have to do that 130 times, 140 okay. times. I was thinking that was more, that would have been more 300, but no. Okay. Well, I mean, you got to think P Ridge is 300. Yeah. And think about how long of a descent that is at a decent angle. Yeah, we'd have to look around. Whew. I'm just thinking River Valley and Mulholland are close to each other. So you, you could could get a, so you could kind of at least have two different hills changes. to do. You know, and yeah. then you could keep on going well, down but I mean, to just looking at Nineveh. The, but just looking at P there. Ridge and having to do that 90 times, and we're looking at nine hours, any type of transition between spots yeah, it's gonna add time. is going to add just way too much time. Mm-hmm. You're talking about nine. Like I said, I could probably do it for two or three hours, but that's kind of the limit of how long I ride a bike, and I'm like done riding a bike. <laughs> this yeah. would apply in this case. I'm, I could do probably two hours of of climbing, which would get me to what would that be? If we did seven minutes per repeat, it was three hundred feet. And the little map of Everest to be about this far. <laughs> so you're looking at like eight an hour. So you're doing about twenty four hundred feet an hour. Okay. Roughly twenty five hundred feet an hour is probably what you'd get. What I you could get. do, I could probably do six or seven thousand feet, which fourth of Everest, and before I would be like four days. I just want to get off the bike because I'm done. Because <laughs> that's that's always been my big problem with the super long rides is after three hours I don't want to be on the bike anymore. I'm done. It's yeah. Like I've had my fun. I'm I'm done. We'll yeah. go. We can go out and do two or three hours every day. Yeah. I'm cool with that. But just more time than that is just, I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm tired of being on this bike. So you've done a century, but you did it on your own, right? I did it on my own, which was really, that was such a miserable experience. Because I'm like, I'm like a guy who's like, let's do find hills. And so I went and found hills. And about mile 70 or 80, I'm like, oh my God, just end. <laughs> and I made it back home. I remember that because I was within about a mile of home. And I was at like 93 or 94 oh, miles. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh crap, I got to go out this, out <laughs> another way and then come back. I was done, man. I, I remember being at that spot with the little country store and I got like a Coca Cola and I'm sitting there drinking it, like, you know, questioning my life choices. <laughs> yeah. What the hell am I doing? And I still had like four or five miles to go because I had to like go out and back oh, to get God. to the 100 miles. I, yeah. Yeah, that was good times. That was. And I was doing it like in kilometers, so I was like, you know, 160 kilometers. Oh my gosh! So yeah, it's it much once. more fun it in was, a group. And that became like a seven or eight hour ideal, just because I just got yeah. tired and bored. And, yeah. And just. Uh, I mean, I did. I've done a metric century, but that's the farthest I've gone. Hopefully, I'll actually get a century. So in, 60 but, miles. Yeah, you know, 64. I think is what 62. we ended up. 62. Isn't that's a, right. a metric yeah. century because 6.2 miles is a 10k. That's right. I can't math. I have I have no desire to ever do that again. It's just 
Well, I guess if you ride in a group you, and we when can you're keep doing it in a group and there's stops that are like, I mean, it's like a weird rolling picnic, you know. And but you would need, I mean, you would need a group that can move for me to want to do that again, where we yeah. can finish in six hours. And even I guess that's when, a long ride. You know, when I did the metric, I was I was with a group that I was comfortable, that it wasn't super stressful, and it it worked great for me. And I'm hoping to, you know. Well, yeah, but now you got to double that pretty much. That's the pain. Yeah. That's a not another. Almost forty miles. Sure, I can do it. That's a, that makes it rough. Well, it's it's kind of like running with friends. I mean, I've done forty half marathons. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, but four hours on a bike and six hours on a bike are different things. Yes, <laughs> true, <laughs> true. I mean, it's kind of like you know. I there's no doubt one. Two and a half do hours it. running, you know, on a slow half it's, marathon, and four and a half hours of running on a, you know, is is different. It's it's, it's not that you can't do it. It's just it's just a miser. It becomes a miserable experience unless you're used to riding four or five hours all frequently. Well, I'm building onto it. I've started mom training on the tax to get my endurance back up. And yeah, I mean it's, it's part of it's the endurance because part of it you do get tired. But for me, it's just sitting on the bike that long. Mm-hmm. I mean that's why the people get those. That's why it's super padded and comfy saddles that well, but weigh that's like also why you do it in a group so that you have stops every so you get off you get to stretch you get to move your body in a different way yeah, that, that doesn't solve the whole this seat is hard and i've been <laughs> sitting on it for four hour problem because i i ride a fairly firm saddle i don't ride a soft yeah. saddle well, I don't and there's a lot of reasons for that one it's more comfortable for short-term riding right and number two, it's light. And yeah, yeah, yeah no. no. I don't want to be on a So no Everest it. climbing and no, no well, century. The, the Everest climbing is just, that's, yeah, you do the math on that, and that's like crazy. That would be a good one for like a, a weekend, maybe, where you get started like on a Friday night, put in yeah. a little bit Friday, then you go out and make a three or four I just can't imagine Saturday, how my legs would feel after doing Pea Ridge more than a couple times. I mean, just my quads would be. Maybe. Just, I mean, I, the training, I, I definitely have to train to do something. Maybe. You know, I mean, like, the key is you wouldn't go, f- I mean, you wouldn't have to, go, you'd, have to, you'd have to just pace it. You wouldn't go hard. Yeah. And yeah, you, and I it, guess. It's just, it's doing intervals is all it is at that point, because you got that minute or minute and a half rest to come down. 90 intervals. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't, and I wouldn't be blowing down it like I do normally. I would right. ride it sitting up, mm-hmm. which would give you a little more time going down it. And, you just turn around and go up. I mean, like I said, 90 would be a lot. I could probably do 10, and I would be like, okay. This that is, was fun. That was fun. And I could probably do more. It just would, again, yeah. it's just, because you have to ride over to there. That's 15, 20 minutes. And when you get done, you have to ride another back another 15, 20 minutes. And another so 200 feet of climbing. Jenny, bring the van. <laughs> <laughs> Help. <laughs> I don't want to ride home. But anyway, there's all kinds of fun challenges if you yeah. want to go out there and look. And I get the moral of the book story was that people can go a lot further than they think they can, mm-hmm. and and that is true. I, you oh, can yeah. push through a lot more than you think you're capable of doing. You talked me several years ago into doing a plank challenge, and that was actually kind of cool. We did 100 days and added what three seconds a day i think is what we ended up doing or was it three or ten seconds no i think it was like either three or six it was a yeah it wasn't record. very much but it ended up being like close to six or seven minutes yeah at the end, it, which by is the time we were done it was like a seven minute plank i'm like <laughs> whole you know at the beginning of that there's no way i would have thought i could do yeah. a seven minute plank 
But, you know, I think I started with one minute. Yeah. And then at, it, it was three seconds because I okay. was like, okay, this is easy. Yeah. And, you know, and I'd, if you missed a day, it wasn't too big a deal to add like right. six seconds or nine seconds. It wasn't horrible, you know, if you missed a day here and there, you know, a couple of days. And yeah, I taught, you know, I was teaching my bar class and I was making them do it. But I would, we would just change positions and I just wouldn't stop. And I would let them rest, you know, while they changed positions and I would just flip or whatever. Because there was no way I could stay in one position for seven minutes anyway because it was too boring. Yeah, well, I, I, I feel like it would, it, yeah, I'd always have yeah. to do it on my elbows because it would hurt my well, hands. Well, I would do hands, I would do elbows, I would do side, I would do the other the side, I would easy, do spread, yeah. you know, so just to just to distribute the What's pressure on, on yes. the wrists and, and, and all. But yeah, I mean, it, who knew? It's like I could do a seven-minute plank. Now, I'm not going to do it today. I'd have to build back up to it, but well, you this, can build up to anything, really. And this gets to the point, but the other side of it is is when you're training you don't have to do the mileage of the race you're trying to do. Correct. You can push through a lot further yeah. than you think you can. The training's just to give you the base, the platform to do the long-distance mm-hmm. race. That's why I wouldn't like... I remember we've had these people who want to train for marathons. Like, right. well, I go out and run that 26 miles before I run the marathon. I'm like... Right. You don't need to do that. All the books say I've got to do twenty-two. I've got to or do 20, three twenty-two miles, miles runs. Yeah. And it's like, it's like no, you don't no, really need to go past fifteen don't. or sixteen miles. If yeah. you're doing 30, 40, 50 miles in a week, that is more than enough to right. get you the give you that base to make it on that one day. Because you're only gonna have to do it on one day. You're gonna have to. It's gonna suck on the back end, and you're gonna have to push through. Yeah. But that's true of any race of any distance. Mm-hmm. If you are pacing right. The end is going to suck. That last twenty percent of the race is going to suck. If you pace poorly, yeah, you're going to die and you're going to be walking anyway. But that's just yeah. a decision of pacing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Or yeah, if you're running a five k and you pace it poorly, those last couple hundred meters are going to be really really slow if you're not walking mm-hmm. because you blew up. Mm-hmm. Or you're just going to puke at the end. Or puke at the end. Yeah. Uh, I, you're going to blow up before you puke or you're going to puke on the road before you get to the finish line. <laughs> but pacing is really the, the thing that that kills you in a race. You, yeah. You're pacing. If you end up walking in a marathon, it's because you probably paced poorly mm-hmm. and you're done. You're physically done and you the body's like, hey, no, I'm going to I wouldn't necessarily. Walking is not. I mean, because... I walk all the time when I... I'm saying if you get to the end of the race and you can't run anymore and you're walking... Oh, well, that's different. You have paced poorly. Yes, Yes. the last 10 miles... I'm talking like through the race. It's like I walk through every water stop. Yeah. That's part of my pacing. That's a different beast than like when you're at the... It's like an Ironman when you see the people just walking out there in the end of the race. Well, they they have paced poorly Mm -hmm. or they don't have the fitness to get themselves there. They haven't done the work as a lead up. Those are usually why you're walking at the end. It's not because <laughs> you don't have the fitness to, to get there. Yeah. Unless you like I said, unless you're woefully short. But yeah. if you've put in the work, you can yeah. finish the race. Oh yeah. You know, usually it's it the, the failure to do so is usually a pacing issue. You've gone too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean it's true. I mean if you if you do it right and you train right, you can you don't have to do the full distance and you can do a whole lot more than you thought you could. Yeah. So. So maybe I'll try and do a push-up challenge. 100 push-ups? Or 500 well, push-ups We'll start a day? with just adding one a day. How's 500 that? a day, man. 500 push-ups a day. I don't know. The push-ups, to me, they make me so sore that 
I would have to do it like every other day. I would have to have a day recovery. I would have to try to see if I could do that. That, that might be that's a kind of an interesting challenge. I wonder how hard it would be to get to 500 push-ups in a day. The problem would be that recovery from that would be ridiculous. Well, I like the idea of doing a 100-day challenge or a 90-day challenge or something where it's like, okay, I'm going to start with 10 push-ups and then and I'm going to do 11 and then I'm going to do 12 and do that for 100 days or 90 days. If, like I said, I'm going to have to take a day off in between, but just because it hurts too much and I, I have to be able to use my arms. <laughs> now you, your problems would start, you'd start reading a point where, yeah, you'd start getting tired. Yeah. Because 10 wouldn't do it, 11, 12... And you would add a little bit, so you would gain, but at some point I think you would out... At some point you're going to, because push-ups are so hard, you would outstrip your recovery and adaptation point. Well, that's why, you know, having a limit of like a 90-day or something, so that that's three months. Yeah, but you'd also be up at 100 at the end, which would be quite a bit. That would be. Not impossible. Who knows? That's one of those ones where I would, yeah, the the question would become, would you be able to adapt enough Mm -hmm. that you could do... In 20 days or 30 days, you could do that 40. But if it's spread out over the whole day, I guess you could. Man, I can do 30 now, but I do like 10 straight, 10 incline, 10 decline. So, And my ones that are flat are on my knees because that's the only way I can get 10 far enough like I'm supposed to. Well, yeah, well, that's... Yeah, that's <laughs> I do the girly ones. But... No, that's that's just the strength difference between yeah. guys and girls. It's Yeah. That'll be, anyway, so. interesting. Lots of uh, Lots of different things. So, yeah, you can push through, man. And do more than you think you can. Mm-hmm. Cool. But don't do too much, otherwise you'll get hurt. Yes. Yeah. If yeah. You can push through. This is the thing. You can push through. You just can't do it all the time. Because right. eventually you're going to get hurt. It's okay to push through for like a challenge or something like that. But yeah. that's not how you... That You don't want to push through every day because you're... Every training session should not be, be at your max. Yes. You know, if you want to do a challenge like he did for like 10 or 20 or 30 days and you're going to push through every day for... Okay, you can probably do that and survive if you're young. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at some point you're going to get hurt because yeah. the body needs time to rest, recuperate and adapt. But Correct. yeah, you, you you know, in any given day, like yeah, I'm I'm riding my bike an hour. If we went out and rode bike for 4 hours, I could probably do it mm-hmm. and survive through it. It would suck. Yeah. I would hate it, but I could do it because I could push through and yeah. get there. Even if I didn't think and I'm if you ready did it, for it. You know, 4 days in a row. You might get hurt. I could probably, yeah, yeah, or like two weeks or three weeks. Yeah. If I tried to do it for twenty-one days, <laughs> like a yeah. tour to France. Yeah. Like right now. Right now. Oh yeah, that would that might be a little <laughs> bit more. I might find myself injured at that point. Although yes. biking is a little bit lower impact, but yeah, you you might yeah. probably get a knee injury or something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> interesting stuff. Alrighty. Well, if you like us, check us out on YouTube and I showed my husband he's never listened to our podcast he's like you're on youtube we are youtube yes subscribe he's like huh okay subscribe to see (laughs) other content hit the little bell and you'll be notified when we upload new content there we go yep and if you're looking for a coach check us out at go3sport.com don't do too much too soon yes listen to us (laughs) but we can challenge you too all works all right have a great day have a good day if you want to if you want to (laughs)